You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wilson wants it all. Deep ball. Metcalf got it. Touchdown, Seattle. On fourth down, they leave the offense out there and not only get the first down, they deliver a strike to DK Metcalf. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski and longtime Vegas odds maker Dave Sherpan here on BetQL Daily. We're on 1430 in Denver. The bet 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, 93.18. FM HD3 in Los Angeles, also the Odyssey app and the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Uh, we bring in Simon Hunter at Simon Hunter TAN on Twitter, co-host of the Favorites podcast with Chad Millman. He's a professional sports better uh, focusing on the NFL. And Simon, I was actually just thinking of you as we wrapped up our last segment. We were uh, speaking with Chuck Esposito from Station Casinos, and, and he was just bringing up the fact that yeah, a lot of excitement with uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs off to a roaring start. You got another golf major this week, PGA Championship, NBA play-in tournament. Then we're going to have the playoffs next weekend. That'll be fun. A full M- MLB card, second leg of the Triple Crown, and people are walking into the book, and they just want to bet on week one in the NFL, man. <laughs> yeah, man. We live in a sick country, Joe. People are – I know. I, I always knew that – there was a, a, a people just loved football, but just during the pandemic, I'll never forget the NBA finals was going on the same time. A meaningless like Thursday night game was happening. And I think the Thursday night game had double the rating. So I, I think I'll let you know all you need to know about how much of a dominant sport NFL is in American culture. Simon, this is Dave. Um, I follow you on Twitter and stuff. I see all this stuff about um, just, just football in general, what do you look at right now before you start handicapping or anything? I just know because, like, I've put up lines. The Westgate just came out with lines for every game for the entire season. I've done that process in in the book in Vegas and wondered all the time, like, what are you guys looking at? Because I know what I was looking at. So that that's basically my question. Now, in May, what are you looking at going into the NFL season to handicap? Yeah, I would say this this time of year is all about information and kind of who you know, because how are you going to run data and numbers for week one in May? It's kind of meaningless. We don't know what schemes teams are running. A lot of, There's a lot of things that need to change before then. So what I feel like most pros do now is we try to fade what the public is going to perceive things and how that's going to benefit us betting right now. So one of my favorite things was last season when they hung all the lines was I thought to myself, who is the worst team of football in everyone's mind and how can I bet on them week one? And it stuck out. It was the Jags. So the Jags Mm -hmm. were plus three fifty. 
against the Colts. They won that game. They went one to fifteen. That was the only game they won all year. And the simple fact of me betting them in May of last year was no one's going to be betting this game, and the book is going to need the Jags. And of course, the books, as you know, they almost always win. So that's that's a really simple thing. Where even this season coming up, Detroit, no one's going to be betting them week one. Everyone loves the 49ers. You can get Detroit right now in the money line plus three hundred. I've probably hit about fifteen books in Jersey and PA right now uh, on that number. On the simple fact that it's not going to happen. Detroit's probably going to get blown out by the 49ers, but that value is so glaring that that line should be probably four and a half, three and a half, and it's all the way up to seven and a half at this point. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm just looking at extremes where what the public perceives against what actually is happening. Man, Simon, is your perception of the Lions dead on? Because, so I, you know, doing covering the Bears so much, a lot of my following, Chicago people. So if I see something that's pretty notable on the Chicago teams, I like to share it. And <laughs> it kind of blew my mind that points bet they posted uh, odds for the first 15 games of the Bears schedule. And I got to week four. Week four. The Bears are double-digit favorites against the Lions. Is is that one of those spots where you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I get the excitement with Fields. I get the Lions are going to be bad. Maybe they'll be tanking. We'll see what we have here. But for the Bears to be a double-digit favorite over any team or just some a team in that range of the Bears, is that a spot where you would you would pick out a line in, in a specific week, week and bet it early? 100%. That's why the books are smart. They they a lot of, like you want to bet something that far ahead and they know you. I, there's no chance they take more than a grand. And it's it's one of those, it's because they're just hanging this for the fun guy walking in that's going to bet 50 on that game, not the pro that's going to come in and really take him to, like, the woodshed, you know? So that's one of those where I actually love your guys' week one matchup with the Rams. Uh, I can just see Fields in your second or third preseason game, you know, having two great series, throwing two touchdowns, and that over-under is going to go up, and their number is going to come down the Bears. Because there's just so much hype right now, especially by Bears fans that the money is just going to come in. Bears fans bet on the Bears. So mm-hmm. that's one of those where, like, you're talking about the Bears. That's a great number. At the same time, it could even be higher at that point. Who knows what Fields might do. But, yeah, early value, of course. Got to love that number. Um, do you do much future betting, Simon? Do you do you look at, like, you know, teams to win a division or even, like, yes, no's? Because I know I, I've – I've again put those numbers up and been in the book and like you don't see much action on all that stuff from people until it gets closer to the season. So you do all the work and you get all the hype, but you don't get any of the volume until closer. So I was just curious if you looked at that stuff yet and if you actually bet it or you kind of leave that for other people. Yeah, I got, I got a problem, man. I have to delete all the apps on my phone once the offseason hits because I can't stop betting NFL teams. <laughs> uh, I'm one of those. I have to control myself and only do in person at the book because every day I'll wake up and I'll be like, man, they just moved down another plus thousand. How, how do I not take it again? So uh, for me, I actually, my first rule my mentor taught me when I lived in Vegas, Bob, was the 20 to 1 rule. You only bet greater than one odds from February until September. So oh, that's a I've good teacher. And, oh my, dude, I'm, I could write a book with his lessons. I mean, the guy, he's lived down the desert for like 45, 50 years now. So he just knows it all. And to his word, every year I've done it, it's hit. And even if it doesn't hit, I'm able to, I'm able to hedge on a team in the Super Bowl 
that's either greater than 35 to one or 50 to one. And, you know, it's one of those, again, the books, they're, they're smart. They're not going to take more than a grand on certain players, house guys, guys, they know that they put down big money. They'll take bigger future bets from them, but just the common guy or the pros are not going to take more. So I like to do a thing like Tampa Bay last year. I hit them three or four times at greater 50 to one and 35 to one is one of those. I bet that before Brady was even there, just thinking this team could make the playoffs and, you know, got really lucky when Brady went there. So that's one of those, you don't really bank on that. You're kind of banking on what's the value on this team and does it project out that I'll be able to hedge it when it hits playoff time. With Simon Hunter, co-host of the Favorites podcast, it's Joe Ostrowski, Dave Sherpan on BetQL Daily. Uh, so let's talk a little bit more about timing because you said you hit these markets uh, right now. Obviously, it's uh, early here in May. Is there a stop point? And then you revisit during the season when you find some value, maybe, you know, a potential rookie of the year, not playing the first couple of weeks, then the, the number starts to balloon up. Um, but like, are you betting on futures still as we get into September or is it just something you're checking year round? I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, I'm finally done with like future futures. Like I hit Cleveland to win the AFC. I think they're still at plus a thousand. And then they had a really good draft and I was going to hit it again, but it already moved down at that point. And then I, uh, thanks to you, Joe, I hit the Chargers a few times, four to one. And now they're down in most books, uh, 30 to one or 33 to one. So it's one of those I'm going to chill now, uh, see how these team systems and stuff are, because that's where you can find advantage. Like I saw some bookmakers talking about their biggest liability right now is the Buccaneers. I'm sure they could not be happier that that's their biggest liability. The, the Buccaneers have, I mean, people don't want to talk about it. Brady's 44 coming off knee surgery. That's, that's a red flag. People are saying they brought back all their talent. Do you understand they'll miss their talents very young and they're coming off the Super Bowl? So it's one of these where we don't really get repeats. I think the bookmakers are happy that people are taking this number right now, a Buccaneers team that they're going to start off slow. If you just wait on the Buccaneers, I guarantee you're going to get better odds come the end of September than you will take it at any point right now. That's a good point. And you're absolutely right, Simon. Like as in the book, when the favorite is the biggest uh, exposure, we're good with that. Like that's, that's, that's a dream. It's, it's like last year though, when it was the Buccaneers at 60 to one and 50 to one and 40 and all the way down the ladder and you kind of get, you know, towards the end and you're like, man, we can't get we can't get off of this and you can't you can't do anything with it. So, yeah. Um, do you look at any other sports, Simon? Do you look at like, I mean, you know, it's it's probably a really good idea to, to do what you do and turn those apps off because you can look to bet the football all the time. But do you have the discipline? It's, do you even look at this NBA or NHL or even baseball stuff or you kind of just focused on the NFL. And, and I don't want to give out names, but I literally have two accounts where all I do is I follow guys on social media's picks and I fade them. And <laughs> it's terrible. I know, but like, cause people don't get it. It's a skill to be bad at sports betting. Oh yeah. Like that's a real thing. It's like, cause these people are giving out favorites. I'm just taking the dog and the money line and they're both hit. And it's just like, 
a gift that keeps on giving. I mean, a, people, a lot of people are going to know one of them that's pretty well known is kid named Ben the Better. Yes. That kid, I have an account that's probably up close to 30K off this one kid over the last four years. So it, it's one of those where um, I don't bet other sports, man. Like, I, I know my lane is. I'm really good at NFL, and I load up on it. And, uh, again, I don't want to tell people to pay for picks, but it's my job's tough where if you're paying for my information, you're more likely to use it. Where if I give out free information, people aren't really going to use it that often. And it is tough where uh, I can kind of show people where the water is and they don't want to drink it. They think, you know what, I know there's some better water and I'm going to drink over there. So it's hard with my job for sure because there's a lot of bullshit out there, but I don't want to call people up because I know they're just trying to make a living too. Um, but I know bookmakers, they've just loved the legalization of gambling because it's so many voices now of just trash information. So it's a booming business. Keep buying drafting stock. Anyone listening, buy all these gambling side stocks because it's just going to keep growing. It's just going to keep getting, getting bigger and there's always going to be losers. That's just the way the world works. Yeah. The stocks are down. It'd be a good time to buy. I see a lot of people complaining about uh, their DK stock. Some of the other books uh, are down right now. You mentioned Cleveland Browns, LA chargers. Uh, you're already in anything else that uh, you want to share. You've already bet. Yeah. If people want to do some ugly long shots. I mean, I got, I got a little bit on the Giants. Um, I don't feel great about it. I had zero faith in Daniel Jones, but it's just one of those where I, I just like the team. And I see a lane of them getting to the playoffs where the NFCs is just a weak division. I feel like it's anyone's division to take. So that's one of those I really like. And for MVPs, it's, it's, it's crazy, but um, people are going to think it's a homer pick of Jalen Hurts. But I just see a lot of Lamar Jackson vibes with Hurts where it's a guy that's going to be really explosive in the fantasy world. And we know what it is in the NFL. If you can put up the stats and you can have a winning record, they like to give the new toy the MVP. And I could see if Hurts mm-hmm. has an insane season like Lamar did. At 50-1, to 1, like Lamar was the same year he won MVP, I, I like the odds in a new quarterback coming in. That's pretty strong. Um, I, I mean, My last question is this. is How hard is it doing a podcast with Millman? I mean, I haven't, <laughs> I, I haven't talked to Millman in a while. He keeps stuck at my call. How hard is it doing this podcast with him? Honestly, I love it because uh, Chad is so bad that it makes me just look that good. <laughs> but no, he's like he's such a good guy, man. Um, the funniest part is just how we connected, and I was just telling him, "You are awful at picking NFL games," and I can't stand that people actually take your advice, Chad. But he's not. He just he's he's too sharp for his own good. Like there's some games, like you don't always have to take the plus fourteen dog. Like there's sometimes you just pass. Yeah, And that's what my job was to come in there and kind of help him understand where actually you want to take that 14 point favorite there. This is actually a good number for him. So it's been fun, man. It's been crazy. The last two years, our show just took off. So it's definitely been an interesting journey. Follow Simon on Twitter at Simon Hunter Tan. And uh, yeah, he co-hosts the favorites podcast with uh, Chad Millman, Simon Hunter. Thank you, Simon, for jumping on. Talk soon. All right. Be good, buddy. Thanks, Simon. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he's right about Hurts. It's an interesting angle. Yeah. Uh, I know. I know some people are taking a taking a shot at him. I just is Philly going to win double digits? Like they're probably going to have to do that. It's a weak division, but they're probably going to have to win double digits this season. Yeah, or combined this season and next season. <laughs> well, for him to be considered for MVP, that's the whole deal. They ain't winning double digits this season. Okay. No way. All right. Come on. All right.
Well, that's why I threw it out there. That's, yeah, I get it. All right. They would need to. Uh, lightning bets are coming up next. Ostrowski and Sherapan on the BetQL Audio Network.